You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Brothers Turbo. Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me is, as always, Todd Stark. I'm back two weeks in a row. He is. And I told you we'd have a special guest this week. I'm not going to disappoint. We have a returning guest with us who was actually our first live guest here true. in the Palace of Megapixel. That is true. That is true. Please welcome back the wonderfully ghoulish Enola. How you doing? Hi. Yeah, I'm back. Live That's again. Right. Yeah. Back on the road. Drove all I the way back down on the road. Here. I did drive. You drove a long way. <laughs> all the way from Seattle to Nashville. But there were a lot of awesome sights and pictures yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I saw some of those. What is your favorite thing that you've seen? Well, I saw the hot springs at Yellowstone National Park okay. in mm-hmm. Mammoth. And then on the way back, I'm going to be stopping at Badlands National Park. Nice. So, at least that's the plan. Weather that's willing. That's the plan anyway. <laughs> that sounds like fun. And we got to find out, what was it, Montana? What it smelled like? No, that was that was Missouri. Nebraska. Nebraska. It was one of those states. <laughs> Poop. Yeah, I went through like I've been through about fifteen different states on this trip. So mm. what yeah, Nebraska, Nebraska smelled, smelled like? like cows. Cows. Really? Yeah. Smells like my backyard. Everywhere, just cows. <laughs> so Montana now you know. was my favorite. Montana was just gorgeous, and yes. then I always love driving through Utah because all the different rock formations and mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, that would be awesome. Very cool. It'd be like the equivalent of like Lord of the Rings, I think. <laughs> yeah, give or take. Yeah. Now I would I would like to do a road trip sometime. Yes. I've actually never not to say that I've never driven a long distance, but the distance you drove, that's a road trip for yeah. me. Yeah. I'm not I'm not resetting my mile mm-hmm. marker until I get back to see how many miles I've gone total. I'm already at over forty five hundred just wow. for that's a this long trip, way so. that is a trip. God. That's wow. like from Maine to the other tip, right? Yeah. That's more it's than about twenty eight hundred just from Seattle to, to here. So well, outside of the road trip, what have you been playing? <laughs> oh, lately. So I did get myself a PS4 for my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter World. Hey. And I'm really enjoying <laughs> it. But of course, it is a game you really got to play with friends. So thank you for helping me to You're feed some monsters. <laughs> um, and then I restarted the Horizon Zero Dawn storyline. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm playing that. And then, of course... What has happened since the last time I was here is that Dead by Daylight is now my main game. I've noticed. Stream, yeah. So, But no, it's actually fun. I mean, I, I think I'd played Friday the 13th before Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to play Dead by Daylight, there were things about both. Like, I could say, well, I like this about Friday the 13th, but I really like this about Dead by Daylight. Yeah. So I can see where the comparative parts of both, you know, you can have a, a preference of one of the two. So I do understand why you dig it because I can get into modes where I just want to play it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if I don't have anyone to play with, I'm going to play as the killer and just go after. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do the same thing. And nowadays, I like to start my day off with a killer match, and usually I'll have a daily to do. So <laughs> it's always fun. You get a little more pumped up when mm-hmm. you've done a four who's, kill. <laughs> who's your favorite killer? Uh, I am a Myers main, so uh, Michael, Myers, Michael Myers. Um, oh, Halloween's so actually cool. one of my favorite movies. Uh, John mm-hmm. Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. I can understand um, that. Yeah, he's my favorite. He just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, he does. Exactly. I'm sneaky. 
He's snaky, snaky. Like, <laughs> I think I've I've leaned a little bit more toward Leatherface. I do mm, like playing yeah. Michael Myers. I will have to say, I don't know how you feel about it, but I cannot play as Freddy. I cannot. I don't like him. I've actually played him a few times for dailies, and for whatever reason, every time I play with him, it's like I just wipe the whole team. Wow. So it's um, weird, though, because like, I'm like, I got one perk, and I'm mm-hmm. running around the map just like trying to put people to sleep, and that's all. And mm-hmm. then once I've got my daily done, I just, I'm like, okay, I'm going to kill you now. So, yeah. But I'm actually enjoying having a different killer like the doctor who mm-hmm. is not someone who is like sneaky or hiding or anything like that kind of changes up the gameplay sure. a little bit so mm-hmm. he's got the electricity yeah right. yeah that's oh, true. shock him. therapy he, he mm-hmm. dude i hate when somebody is really good with him because mm-hmm. you just you can't do anything no if they're good with them you can't do anything it's nice to have that uh add-on it adds an extra i don't know 25 feet i guess but not really like so that you could reach people a little right, further. Right. So yeah, that's if he finds you, it's over with. <laughs> if you, you just can't get away from him. But well, the that's interesting the thing. thing is that he. So when he's near you and he's got he's in shock therapy, your underneath your feet will start to electrify, uh-huh. and you, that's another indicator he's near you, so you should move. Yeah. So interesting. Yep. I anyway, I could talk about that all day. I know. Like that's <laughs> the be, that's the best thing about that game is no matter. What if I'm just not even in a mood to play anything? I can always pick that game up and play, you know, four or five mm-hmm. matches, and I never, I just never get tired of it. No, it's it's definitely fun. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. What have you been playing, Todd? Um, I've, I've been yeah, I've been really busy here lately. Words are hard just today. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's okay. So it's okay. It happens to you. I mean, no, I think does. it's contagious. It happens to me more often than you. I know. Because I'm yeah. reading half the time. But been really busy, so I've just kind of touched Shadow of the Colossus a little bit more this week. Mm-hmm. Still, I love it, but I yeah. hadn't had time for nothing else. It's okay. It's it's, it's a sad day. Like it's I was fine. thinking about that today. Like I'm gonna disappoint Stephen. You're not. I'm embarrassing myself when in front of Anola. <laughs> I haven't played. I haven't even turned my PlayStation on this week. <gasps> Actually, oh, I have to add you still because I don't think you're my PlayStation. Yeah, I know. I know. My PSN friend. <laughs> yeah, I, that's my whole thing. I'm like, add me, add me, add me. I need friends because <laughs> I just got this thing. I, see, that's the thing is like, my internet sucks so bad still. It does. I mean, like, we could not, I could not fully enjoy Monster Hunter. Still not, yeah. Yeah. It, for some reason, I cannot play with him. He can play with I other can't people. play. I can play sometimes with people. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I cannot play with people. Not even when I try to get into a just an online match. It'll say I'm online, but nobody's but see, ever. We have connection issues already. Yes. Yeah. Like, for some reason, we can't even connect to voice chat yeah. unless we have somebody in between. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, it's, it's a conduit. Weird. And it, that's yeah. the Someone only person. Oh, there's one other person that I can voice chat with, and that's my friend Jeff, mm-hmm. the barber. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's that's his name, Jeff the barber. Jeff the barber. <laughs> but, uh, that's the only other person I've been able to talk to. Hmm. I can't talk. I couldn't get on with Peyton. Not back there, but like she was at the in-laws. I mean, my in-laws. And uh, she couldn't connect with me. That's weird. Anything. Hmm. Well... So Your internet thanks sucks. We know that. I'm sorry. I know. I'm about tired of it. <laughs> I know. Uh, I've been playing Monster Hunter World still. Uh, I think I said last week that I beat the game. Did I say that last week? Yeah. Well, no, you actually did the week before last week. You got a second win. That's right. And this week I've been building my uh, arsenal. So all my blades are getting stronger and better. And I've been fighting the Val Hazik. Have you fought him yet? He's one no. of the last Elder So Dragons. I just, after you came through. Mm-hmm. 
and help me out. I'm like, okay, so now I've got two dragons I need to deal with, which is uh, Rathlos, I think, and yeah, then and the one Diablos. of the Diablos. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Whenever you're ready, of those. wait uh, until let's you do get that. to this thing. Now, granted, <laughs> he was hard at first, and I guess the more you play them, you kind of start to understand their patterns and mm-hmm. how they work. So, I've been fighting him a lot, but he gave me everything I needed, and I've got like almost every good blade maxed out. So, I, that's that's the only reason I went after him. I was trying to I like to get my arsenal good and ready. Yeah. And I don't I don't spend a lot of time building the uh the armor sets unless I really, really want one. So I'll just like pick and choose. I'm like, well, this has got this that I need. So I'll take that and then I'll take that. So I'm a hodgepodge of different armors. You like come from a junkyard. That's right. But <laughs> I'm I'm stacked. So that's yeah. all I can say. Uh, I did play Friday the 13th a little bit with uh, Heath and John. So I got to play See, I w- for a little I, I've got to get that game. Now, I understand that there is a new game mode that I haven't played yet. Mm-hmm. And There's so, a... I mean, I still have the game. I just need to update it. And I actually did get the swimwear pack when it came oh, yeah. out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, other than when I did the Deborah Kim cosplay in October, I haven't played the game. Oh, so okay. um, did I'll I miss have to that? check it out. I must have missed that. I don't know. Uh, I'm disappointed now. The photos are on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up. Uh, but yeah, we played for a little while trying to get Heath's uh, levels up because he was, he just started. He was, he's mm-hmm. obsessed. He played all weekend. <laughs> he, 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 he will was, play that game for four years. Oh yeah. He, he was, I think when I started playing with him, he was still like in the single digits. And then the next day he's like, I'm almost at 31. I was like, dude. Oh wow. <laughs> I, was I think like, I'm Did like, you like 35 because <laughs> I haven't didn't. played. But uh, I remember the weekend that it came out and all the sort of connectivity issues people were having. Mm-hmm. And I was lucky because uh, my issues were only happening on day one. And then I played it all weekend long. Yeah. So. I still I still try to go back to it, uh, especially when they're doing like the double XP weekends because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get all the Jasons unlocked. And I think I've got only one left and that would be part four. So I just got part nine unlocked. And that was kind of my goal there. So I got him. Plus, uh, the last game that I played is I played uh, the Dragon's Lair trilogy. Did, have you all seen that? I is that the not. story? I mean, I know based? about it, but I haven't played it's, it. It's uh, based on the arcade game where it was like a live action Don Bluth cartoon, and all you got to do is just point in the direction. Right. I know what you're talking yeah, about. The, you know, it has the dragon and the knight yeah. on the cover. Yeah. Ah, Dirk okay. the Daring. But uh, no, it's, it's straight out of the arcade, man. It's really awesome. I played, I think it was just like the home version, so it'll actually show you where you got to do it. But I want to actually play it in their arcade mode, so you just have to try to remember. Because I actually used to have, I think, the first, the original Dragon's Lair on PC. And I had every move down memorized. Of course, this is when I had, you know, uh, half my age now and had a brain that would work, function all the time. But I had all the moves memorized, so it'd be like I knew how to get through everything just a click of a button. Right. And now this time it was like I kind of remember that, but no, I died so many times it was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, all right, well now we're gonna move on to our news after I get a, a little bit of water because I'm be careful. Parched. Be I'm, careful. I'm not gonna do like you. I'm taking sips. Hmm? I had to take the glass off the table. Sip. Yeah, I got. It. Okay, uh, the first bit of news I have is Google is partnering with Ubisoft to build an open source tool that will hopefully make multiplayer game development easier. Now, using the already established Kubernetes, uh, which is a top open source standard for building and distributing complex workloads, I'm not sure if I'm going to say this right, so I'm going to say it two ways. Agonis or Agones? 
It's a Greek they word that means, huh? They both sound good to me. Yeah, we'll say agonis. It sounds fancier. Uh, it's a Greek word that translate in numerous ways in English because we're English. Uh, races or gathering. I'm going to assume something speed related mm-hmm. based on those two terms. Uh, it's said to be designed as a batteries included open source dedicated game server hosting and scaling projects with the flexibility developers need to tailor their specific needs of their game. In a nutshell, it's going to simplify operations, making everything run in one place, removing the creation of short-lived, dedicated game servers, among other things. Kind of sounds promising. Yeah. But yeah. it depends on if are they going to allow it to be for everybody. Because you're partnering with Ubisoft, it almost kind of seems like it's for them. You know what I mean? But they didn't say that. They didn't say that would be the reason. And, and why they even would partner with Ubisoft in the first place. Could you tie in... Potentially gameplay testing for what those devs are doing with the UPlay network mm-hmm. is my question, I guess. Yeah. So just okay, they they is this the the blockchain, right? They partnered with uh, the blockchain. Yes, I do believe. Okay, so. I was reading about that because yeah. those are popular now. Yeah, everybody got one. What now? You're talking about a network that's encrypted, right? Uh, well, they said it's open source. Yeah, but like they, you know, I'm talking like you. Nobody's hacked the blockchain. No, 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 no. So. Could that be some kind of protection thing, too? I don't know. I mean, the, the way this seems like they're trying to get all these multiplayer games into a dedicated server, almost to where there's not just, you know, you have one, you have one, you have one. Everyone's on this one. Right. And it can work for everybody. Yeah. But since like you haven't unified. hacked the blockchain, now they can't hack the game kind of thing, too. Yeah. Unless they do. Who knows? Who knows? And I think that could be a play, too, that they're doing. Yeah. Perhaps. But we'll, we'll let everybody know more when we know, because they just announced it, so we'll see where mm-hmm. it goes. Uh, the next story I have is uh, we spoke last week about the meeting at the White House between the president and a group of people from the gaming industry that happened was about two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, one thing we may or may not have mentioned is that the uh, there was a video shown at the beginning of the meeting. Did you guys see this? I, I, they, no. This is ridiculous. Okay. The White I House think actually just probably because that was on the road. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I didn't see anything. The White House posted this video on their YouTube page. It was essentially this video that showed the worst violent moments in games like Call of Duty, Dead by Daylight, Wolfenstein, Fallout. Evil there was Within. five games. You know how many games? Was it only they five made? games? Yeah, it was like five games they showed. But they showed the worst parts yeah. of it. Like mm-hmm. and this this actually actually aggravated me most is when they showed Fallout Four, they showed just some guy randomly shooting people, and for me that was like okay you're you're completely missing the entire point of this game. Mm-hmm. All yeah. you're doing is showing the violence that you can do, right? But you're not showing all the consequences it can have, right? Because exactly. that's one of those games where you have consequences, right? So that just, that seems so wrong. What you do affects your companions mm-hmm. exactly. and how they see you and then like your reputation and your mm-hmm. settlements and all that stuff. And clearly none of that was tied. Exactly. Yeah. So dude, that was just a dude that picked up a controller and said, look what I can do mm-hmm. and then turned the game off. So it was a really bullshit video if you ask me because yeah. the argument continues. But the team over at Games for Change decided to counter this with their own video compilation, instead focusing on inspiring heroes and positive messages that video games can make as well. They had an 88-second video that showcased the most awe-inspiring and heartfelt moments from games like Horizon Zero Dawn, Abzu, Life is Strange, Minecraft, and even The Last of Us. They showed where she was uh, petting the giraffe. Mm -hmm. And that was a great moment. I love that. Um, So they... 
posted a message that essentially stated that they wanted to clarify that not all games fall under this broad statement that the White House made with their video and wanted to showcase the positive side of the media. And I think they did a great job because it just, it was really beautiful. Just for 88 seconds, they showed the best moments to, I mean, really think about it. What the White House did with their video, they did right the opposite in Mm -hmm. the sense that they weren't showing the story moments. They were just showing the beautiful moments of those games. So I thought that was pretty smart. But uh, I don't know if it'll make a difference, but it's out there for people to see if they wanted to. All right. The next story I have is, uh, I believe we mentioned the existence of a 3D NES emulator sometime last year because it sounds familiar. Do you remember that? I do. And like we, somebody we just, at it. yeah, because it was they took Nintendo games but just made 3D elements, so it looks more, I don't know, not 3D in the virtual sense, but you know, just third dimensional. Yeah, like like 3DS used to do. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, I don't remember. It sounded familiar when I read it. Uh, the em- emulator uh, turns old NES games into 3D dimensions, but now they're giving it an update to where you can actually play it on a VR. So you'll be able to play it with an Oculus Rift or a Vive at the moment, which will add a deeper dimension. I think for some games, this would be cool, but not all. Mm-mm. Because I was trying to think of what games this would really be awesome for. And none really kind of came to mind. Actually, one came to mind. Do you remember a game called uh, 3D World Runner? Yeah. It was an old NES yes. game. And I think it, they actually had 3D mode where you had to yes, have glasses. Yes, you had 3D <laughs> mode. You just ran past the posts and yeah. shot the fireball. Mm-hmm. I actually had to look it up on YouTube, and I was like, wow, I remember yep. playing this. And it was just fun and infuriating at the same time. Yes, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was. But it was fun then. Now you got like And terrible. Square made it. I didn't know that either. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, that was the only game that really stood out to me that would look good in in a VR setting like that for a 3D right. game or an old NES game because, I don't know. I mean, trying mm-hmm. to think of something like Zelda or Super Mario Castlevania. Brothers. Maybe. Metroid? Possibly. Maybe. Something like uh, where we were talking about the Turtles in Time where they used to throw the characters at the screen. Yeah. Something like <laughs> yeah, and that. And it's already be- kind of tilted anyway, so it would look great yeah. in like... 3D. So, I don't know. I mean, it, I guess it's a cool little gimmick. Uh, speaking of gimmicks, Sega is releasing the Sega Genesis Classics oh on PS4 and Xbox One, which will bring home 50 games back into the spotlight. And there will be modes like Rewind and Mirror Mode, plus visual enhancements that should be a fun way to look back or be first introduced to games during Sega's heyday. Would you like to hear the complete list? Yeah, what oh are God. those games? Okay. Like, I mean, I remember... I've had like every console, right? I grew mm-hmm. up with four brothers. I'm a middle child. I didn't always get the controller, but, right. but. you know, I, re- I remember all that. And mm. we, I mean, we mostly played a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog, obviously. But. Right. Now, I think some of these are going to be given mm-hmm. where you'd be like, well, if it's not on there, I would be surprised. Mm-hmm. But then there are others that you just kind of look at and it's like, I don't even know what this game is. Yeah. So maybe you might remember some because I guess I wasn't. Maybe. I mean, I, I, I did play Sega Genesis, but I didn't own one. Therefore, a lot of these games went by the wayside for right. me. So, but I did play some of them. Um, all right, here goes the list. If you know them, stop me. If you don't, we'll keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle. Mm-hmm. No. Alien Soldier. No. Alien Storm. No. Altered Beast. Yes. Yes. I think that, that sounds familiar. That would be one that I would actually want to buy this for. Because I did love Altered Beast. They've got Beast. it on PlayStation. 
Do they really? I think so. I have to look that up. Is it the arcade version? I think, kind of. Then I, I might could just be wrong. Do that instead. Don't you? That's the one where you turn into the lion. Or yeah, the, or different monsters. Yeah. Each uh, there's like a bear, a lion. No bear, tiger. I don't know. You turn into animals. Yeah. Okay. Manimals because you're still human. Man, yeah. Okay. Uh, Beyond Oasis. Mm-mm. Biohazard Battle. Nope. Bonanza Brothers. That sounds familiar, but I don't think I ever played it. Doesn't sound familiar. Uh, Columns. Columns 3. Revenge of Columns. Wait, they just skipped two. <laughs> yeah, columns. they did. Because <laughs> there's, there's no columns. Comics Zone. I remember that. It did sound familiar, but I don't think I ever you played it. You played this little blonde-headed guy, and you went through different stages like on the squares of the comic, and you played your way down to the end of the page okay. or something, and then you started back over, I guess, like another level. Mm-hmm. If that's the same one, it does sound. I do recall that slightly. I never played it, but I do remember seeing it. So that might be it. Uh, crackdown. Uh, uh-uh. no. Decap attack. Mm-mm. No. No. <laughs> Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Ooh, sounds interesting, but no. <laughs> no. I think that was a puzzle game, but don't hold me to that. Uh, Dynamite Hetty. No, but wasn't Dr. Robotnik's, wasn't he the one that chased Sonic? Yeah. So they're trying to do Dr. Mario kind of thing. pretty much. Uh, E-SWAT City Under Siege. No. Fatal Labyrinth. No. Flicky. (laughs) Flicky? Flicky. That's in Flicky. Uh, Game Ground. Yeah. Was that a football game? I don't know. Galaxy Force 2. That I remember, but like not much. I mean, like a vague know. recollection. Yeah, I was very young. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Golden Axe. No, yeah, I do remember that. I one. didn't play that. They also had arcade of that too. Golden Axe Two. I think. Oh, no, I didn't play that one. Golden Axe Three. I didn't play it. I remember <laughs> it. I do remember Golden Axe. I don't think I ever played it though. Uh, Gunstar Heroes. Nope. Kid Chameleon. I feel like my cousin had that game. Land Stalker. Uh, Light Crusader. No. Fantasy Star. Actually, Fantasy Star 2. Excuse me. They Isn't skipped that, over. What? Uh, or, wait a minute. Fantasy Star. Didn't Xbox say something about remaking that game? Or did they redo, remake it? I do it? believe so because it was a Sega game. I played, I think it was Fantasy Star Online, but it was on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. But I never had the online capabilities because the GameCube never really got there. Of course they did, but it, I think there were some peripherals or whatever i, I wasn't going to do that but they had this series it was a sega series but i think they're trying to get it bounced around somewhere else so fantasy star two three four no? five six seven eight well that, that's all they're putting <laughs> on there two through four uh rice star rice rice star oh <laughs> no Fly, not rice no <laughs> i'm like what uh shadow dancer secret of shinobi that sounds familiar. I don't know that I played. Is that about though. a stripper? I don't know. But why would <laughs> she be have the secret of Shinobi? She's a ninja and a stripper. Okay, it's an <laughs> interesting know. concept. Yeah, she's hmm. a shadow dancer. Shining Force. No. Shining Force Two. No. <laughs> Shining in the Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shinobi Three: Return of the Ninja Master. So that ties into that Isn't shadow Shinobi dancer. Three could be. What'd you say, Shinobi Three? Shinobi uh-huh. Three. That that had the I think it was just a ninja game and like at one point you had the you could throw the ninja stars like you had like the side quest or the side game 
You just oh, throw the stars the and hit the, the little ninjas running around. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I think I had that on Nintendo. Uh, yeah, I think there was a Shinobi on Nintendo. Okay, so this is probably just, I, I bet it's just a continuation or maybe a prequel. Something of that nature, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, Sonic 3D Blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't play. Sonic Pinball. All Sonic things. Or, excuse me, Sonic Spinball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Of course. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Lots of Sonic. See, obviously, when we get to the Sonic games, we played them. Yeah. <laughs> but everything up before that is like... Uh, Space Harrier 2. Mm-mm. Streets of Rage. I remember that one. 2 and 3? No. No. Super Thunderblade. Mm-mm. Sounds cool. It does. Uh, sort of Vermilion. Uh, whew. I'll screw that up. Sort of Vermilion. I feel like there's a book named that. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. The Revenge of Shinobi. I don't know. I'm just wondering, I'm wondering which Shinobi. one I played. I don't know. I might have played that one. What about Toe Jam and Earl? I remember that. That was on Nintendo also, wasn't it? Uh, they put it on the Wii on their virtual console. But I don't think it was. I think it was a Sega exclusive. Right. And then Toe Jam and Earl in Panic on Funkotron. 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 I've been there. I think I played Toe Jam and Earl on the Wii. I think I had that. Vector Man. Mm-mm. He sounds Vector nice. Vector Man though. 2. Virtual Fighter 2. Okay, now I've played... That sounds familiar. Yeah, I've I played a virtual... Some... Uh, r- Damn, that's virtual hard. Virtual Fighter. <laughs> virtual Fighter. I have played that before, but I think I, maybe I played it at the arcade. I think so, too. Uh, Wonder Boy 3 Monster Lair. Mm-mm. And Wonder Boy in Monster World. No. Oh. Okay. 50 games, and we've played, what, five? <laughs> yeah. Give or take? Uh, well, the collection releases on May 29th for $29.99 and now is available for pre-order. Oh, if you want it. it. This is one of those that I it. might get if it was on sale. And I'm talking like a 5 to $10 sale. Yeah, like, yeah. They just got through having a pretty good sale. Did they? Yeah. I haven't seen. It was, a, you know, one of the Flash sales. Mm-hmm. They had some pretty good stuff, but I had all of it. But see, I've got to stop going through the flash shows. I've got too many games to play. I know, man. That's me. Like, I went the other day. I got a thing for my birthday from GameStop. 15% off a used game. I'm like, you know, I'll go pick up something for 19 bucks and get, you know, something cheap. You know, get some price off of it. Mm-hmm. I got everything. I yeah. got every single one of those games that are any good. There's well, nothing I don't have, and I don't know why I have that many games. Well, you've got you've got the good ones, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I so guess. So you don't yeah. need... They're, they're letting you know, hey, you're you're caught up. You're good. My backlog is too big. I mean, I just keep buying more stuff. I know. That's the problem. You look <laughs> at it There's always like, a Steam sale. Because every time when I bought Dragon's Lair, I bought that <laughs> last <laughs> week because I was like, seven bucks, man. It's never going to be this good again. I'll go ahead and get it. It's fine. It's fine. I'll get it. I'll talk myself into it. But I knew the day before, I was like, I don't need to buy any more games. And then I did. Okay. Did uh, you ever play Inside? <clears throat> no, I haven't. That's another one of those. They I keep putting it on sale with uh, Limbo, and I've got Limbo. I have it, so I actually got them as a bundle. Did you yeah. play it yet? Um, I actually think I got them as a bundle through Humble Bundle. Humble so, Bundle. Yeah. So yeah, I might need to look look at that. I might get it cheaper. You could. Because I definitely got them as a package mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, I seen them pushing that on the store the other day. Have you played it yet? No, I'm planning to, but, you know. Someday. I want to know somebody <laughs> else's thought of the ending. It is weird. Well, I'll get there eventually. I'm sorry. Like I said, I got a backlog. I'm trying to catch up. I know. That's what I'm saying. All right. I wish you would catch yeah. up. I know. I'm sorry. 
I'm going to get on to quick hits now. Quick hits is our quick new hits. thing that quick we hits. do, where we just quick kind hits. of I run through quick hits headlines. Okay, and we'll just we'll say whatever we got to. Uh, confirmed, Geralt of Rivia is coming to Soul Calibur Six. Mm-hmm. Yay! Because yeah. I think, uh, like I said, I think it would be a perfect fit. Oh yeah, he's so perfect. good. They had pictures of him. What yeah. like in there was a video or a trailer or something. Oh, like that. cool! So I had to look that up. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider was announced. Had a teaser yeah. trailer showing the release date of September 14th of uh, this year, and a full reveal is promised for April 27th, which I will say I think is a bad move. Yeah. But considering the Avengers comes out that day and everyone's going to yeah, be seeing that them. and God of War. Oh no, this is just the reveal trailer. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to see full it. reveal. Um, are you excited for this game? I did enjoy the first the first two. So. The second one almost was too long. Mm. I mean, I kept going like, when is this game going to end? Yeah. Like, the helicopter came out, and I was like, that's hard as hell. And it was a perfect place to end. I don't know, here's three more hours. Mm-hmm. But, to go. I mean, I enjoyed them, so I'll definitely look into this, because I think they're fun. I like them. Yeah, I'll play it. I mean, I like the whole... I guess like the whole mechanic in that game, mm-hmm. the air, the you know way you shoot the bow and arrows, the, the rock climbing, it's just like a perfect mashup of Uncharted, but it's not Uncharted. Right. The things that I love about Uncharted, it's in that game. Plus the little survival, you know, element that they add, it just adds to it. Yeah. The hunting and everything, and you don't have to do too much hunting, just no. a few times. But it's it's a nice little distraction yeah. every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five Premium Edition launches next month. It's so what is the what makes it premium? It's everything, except they'll probably have the online and then maybe give you some spending money. I think it was like I think they did say it was either a million or ten million to spend. It's a lot from the start. But I got all those things already. <laughs> and then you might have I think there were even some uh, properties that you already have owned. Maybe oh, I don't know. Okay, there something like that. It's Fancy they're making apartment. more money off this game, which is. Insane to me. Uh, the next, uh, the the next, the next story I have. Jeff Jeff Goldblum uh, is returning to Jurassic Park. I just saw him on Conan the other night. Yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I've seen him in Thor Ragnarok. He was awesome. But he'll be in the new game, uh, Jurassic World Evolution. Nice. Did you have you seen Thor Ragnarok? No, I was debating with people the other night if I should watch it or not. You watch and, it. But it was like the rental was twenty dollars oh, at the what, hotel, what? and so I was <laughs> like, no, I think I'm good. I'll just wait and then yeah. rent it for five dollars uh, when I have good internet and can that just be do better. it on my MacBook. So. Can't do it here. <laughs> there was a, there was a bit that he no, did. my internet's really bad at my hotel. <laughs> there was a bit he did in that movie. This is no spoiler. It's just a. It was so Goldblum how he did yeah. it. Because he was sitting there talking about how time worked differently on the planet they were on. He's like, on another planet, I might be 10,000 years old. But here? And he just stops. And everybody's like, okay. (laughs) And then he just moves on. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just hilarious. Uh, Next is Fortnite is coming to mobile devices. And Epic Games ensured that this is the real deal. So much so that it is confirmed cross-play will be between mobile devices, consoles, and PC. I did hear about this. And so, so, I mean, I'm interested in seeing how it will work and if it will be a seamless thing. But, yeah, I mean, cross-device is always tough. 
a huge step for cross-play for games. Yeah. And we'll never see John again because he'll be yeah. playing it on his now, phone. Now, admittedly, I have I intentionally did not hop on the Fortnite bandwagon and have never played it. I, you know, I, I'm surprised how it's just blown up all of a yeah. sudden because it was like earlier or late last year it was PUBG, it PUBG, PUBG. And yeah. now Fortnite's the top dog yeah. that's just kind of blown up overnight. So I'm just really surprised how that happened. It's that building element, dude. Oh People yeah, love where you to can craft. Build. Yeah, that's it. Because like, if you get with your buddies, dude, they try to like. I've seen somebody built a freaking fortress in the thing. Now I did get it. I did just download it on my PS4 because mm-hmm. I was like, this is probably the best place for me to play it. I did. Normally, I'm a PC gamer, but mm-hmm. yeah, I've got a copy on PS4. I've just yet to play it. It's just yep. sitting there. I'm waiting. So right if, you, if you ever try it, if you say, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a go," okay. let me know and we'll we try can go it together. Figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll see what we can do with it. On the flip side of that, PUBG has decided to release a beta version of their mobile version that they had only in China, but they're going to release it in Canada. So I just can't imagine playing PUBG on mobile. Well, I don't think no. theirs is even remotely close to what Fortnite is saying they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to step it up, and I think this is what they're going to try to do because I think they felt threatened. Because, I mean, they should. <laughs> they're, they're taking their... They're stealing their thunder. Yeah. Uh, and... While we're still on the mobile game front, Ark Survival Evolved was announced to be a mobile game too, and it will be free to play. Oh man, that's fun! Mm-hmm. I have that game. Well, I'm part of an RP. Group Is it for that fun? game? Because I've heard mixed things. Well, so it's there's so much going on. It's not exactly intuitive when you first queue up the game and get on a server, and I'm like, okay, so how do I not die? Or mm-hmm. you know, what do I? I need to gather stuff and I'm encountering monsters and just remember where you died so you can get your stuff, you know? (laughs) Um, But for me, I primarily play it as RP. So it's a sort of a different element to it because I'm part of a group that has seasons that just just role play for it. That's awesome. Uh, The Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection releases in May for consoles and PC. 12 games, but not really. Because this is kind of one of those, you get Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Edition, Street Fighter 2 Hyper Edition, Street Fighter 2... Okay. <laughs> yeah, you got it. And then Street Fighter 3 eventually shows up after five games. Mm-hmm. So you're getting the same game over and over. And yeah. Over. Uh, there will also be a new color option for Friday the 13th Killer Roy Burns, who's the Jason from Part 5, because there was some nonsensical arguing about the color of his coveralls because no one could decide if it was blue or green and i don't really know why it matters Can I say one thing about friday the 13th yes so here's one of my initial things because i'm a huge horror genre fan mm-hmm. and so friday the 13th part four is the final chapter party girl in friday the 13th the game mm-hmm. is from part three but she's actually from part four in the film she has a twin sister and that's, that's right. party girl so they actually have the wrong, it's like labeled wrong that she's from part That's three. Right. And for whatever reason, that always bugs me. <laughs> I'm just like, you guys, continuity wise, she's actually from no, part four. No, yeah. That so would, you should tell them. That would bug the hell right, out of me Right too. to Friday the 13th yeah, grade. I'm just like, yeah, it. this is not right. Wonder if they, I wonder if anybody's told them. That's probably something they never thought of. I don't know knowing if anyone the internet. Else cares. But <laughs> yeah. But no, it's I mean, probably out the there internet, somewhere. Somebody has. I'm it's sure. like, oh, hey, party girl. She's actually a twin, mm-hmm. and uh, that's right. She's from Power Four. 
We should well, good catch. Start How did movement. I miss that? I feel like I'm such a, a bad fan now because I never it never registered, but I guess it I never saw where it said where they were from. So I was just like, hey, that kind of looks like and uh, but yeah, good call. Sorry, awesome. it's a tangent. I had to go. No, on no, first. no. Like, By all means, do it here. <laughs> uh, Coffee Stain, the team who brought us Goat Simulator, is working on a new title called Satisfactory. Not much is known outside of the teaser showing a cute little creature acting like a puppy, but I'm sure it will be something interesting. Uh, and I would imagine it's not just chaos and destruction by the goat. Have you played Goat Simulator? I have. I have it. I haven't played it. It is mindless fun. Yeah. It's crazy. The tone on that goat. I think I got it for free on Amazon through an app. and I played it on tablet. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is interesting. It's a good waste of time. Yeah. Uh, Atari will showcase the Atari box at the Game Developers Conference this week, along with Roller Coaster Tycoon Tempest 4000, which we actually brought that up when you were last here, if you remember That's that. That's true. That's right. Good and the Atari Flashback Classics Volume 3. But I think most people are more concerned about the Atari box, because I want to know what it is. If you're mm. releasing all your old games in these collections, then what's the Atari box? Like, what's its purpose? Hopefully they can sell it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? All right. Next headline that I have. Twitch Prime members are now being offered free games with their membership with a program called Free Games with Prime. That's original. The program started on March 15th and is currently offering Super Hot, Shadow Tactics, Tales from the Candle Keep, Oxen Free, and Mr. Shifty for free. I assume you get an email because for me, I'm logged in with Twitch. I have Twitch Prime mm-hmm. and I, you always get the offers. So I've yes. actually gotten games already through the offer section. And then there's, you know, the add-ons to games that maybe you already have or you don't have. Right. Um, and there's tons of them all the time. Oh, yeah. So I'm not sure how you access this new I package. But do. I also admittedly have not been on my computer to look at it in a a couple weeks i do recall getting an email but i think it was just to announce it but there may have been a link somewhere in there to say click here to claim your games of course i couldn't do it at work so perhaps you're probably right uh these games will be available to download until march 31st and then on april 1st members can get their hands on tales from the borderlands steam world dig 2 kingsway Tokyo 42, and Dub Wars. So for an extra $12 a month, or just being a member of Amazon Prime, you can grab some decent indie titles for no extra charge. You probably want to be a, a Amazon Prime member yeah. or use Twitch Prime because it's a lot cheaper than paying oh, yeah. an extra $12 a month. <laughs> yeah, I would uh, say that would be... I mean, being a Prime member, if you take a look at what you got, and I'm not hawking Prime, we're not sponsored by <laughs> Amazon or anything like that, but if you look at all you get, it's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, free shipping. Yeah, and I'm actually starting to wander over to their uh, app more for movies and stuff because Netflix is starting to lose me a little bit. Uh, Amazon Video? Yeah, like Amazon Video. Also, I used to work at Amazon, and so I was originally an Amazon Instant Video user uh, before I got deeper into Netflix Mm -hmm. and then now iTunes because I've got an Apple TV. Mm -hmm. So. For me, I started there, and now I actually purchase all my movies through iTunes uh, or iMovie or whatever it is, the the iTunes store. (laughs) Um, But I still, there's some things. uh, Original content-wise, Amazon 
they're, is yeah, getting a lot. Amazon Studios is getting a lot better than they've actually, you know, they've helped produce some actually really good Oscar winning films. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I think they're starting to make their way where Netflix was really at the forefront. Yeah, um, yeah. In terms of original, but they're content, just so. Netflix here lately. I don't know what it is. It's just they've still got good stuff every now and then, but a lot of shows that I used to watch, they're just gone now. Right. So I well, can't I find everything I want to see. A lot of the time, and I feel Netflix, especially in its originals, has moved into that realm of having mostly television series, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, but I also want to see series that are continuous, not just one season. Sure. And I don't want television series to be, you know, the primary thing that I watch necessarily because right. I'm a big movie person. Oh yeah. So you can still find them, but you got to do a little more filtering than just going to the app and being like, oh, look, it's showing me all these recommendations, but it's all TV series for the mm. most part. So, But you go on Amazon, you can find yourself some pretty deep, whole horror movies. Mm-hmm. So start yeah. looking over there and again. I feel like I'm missing out because I don't have internet. Like, I can't watch any of that stuff. It's okay. It's fine. I used to have internet. <laughs> Tell us about it. He's sad. Again. <laughs> I miss it so much. Like, I'm everything sorry. is online. Internet. It is. Everything. They force you to go online. They do. That's the world we but live I in. I can't get online. All right. I'm going to move on before we get into this new <laughs> tangent of internet again. Uh, more announcements for Monster Hunter World dropped last week. Uh, first, we got the events or the event announcement for Devil May Cry, allowing you to collect a sweet new charge blade based on the Force Edge and the accompanying outfit for the series, the big cloak and whatnot and the hair. Uh, however, no specific date was announced that I saw. Then an upcoming update for the game will bring new elements as well as two big additions that I personally have been waiting for. First, on March 22nd, the dreaded World Eater Devil Ho arrives to terrorize hunters and monsters alike. Dude, if you fought him, you wouldn't be laughing. Uh, The Spring Blossom Festival kicks off on April 5th, full of daily events and activities to participate in. The Gathering hub, hub will also be decorated, and guild staff will be dressed up, plus a special food platter will also be available, and it will run until April 18th. However, during that event, players will be able to craft Mega Man gear for their Palico, oh, cool. which will start on April 13th and run until April 27th. They've done really good with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Capcom is also offering a character edit voucher on March 16th to allow players to completely recreate their character if you want to. That said, you cannot change the character's name, Palico name, or even Palico color. This will be a one-time only used voucher, but Capcom said they will release more down the road. Uh, the update will bring the usual tweaks and adjustments with a list of weapon damage adjustments being performed, plus additional adjustments like text size. I know that that will please a lot of people because I've heard people say the text is too small, I can't read it. So that'll be cool. But I'm looking forward to the Devil Ho. You you have no idea because the very first time I ran into him, I think it was in Monster Hunter 3, and it was just terrifying. Like, this was one of the one monsters I was like, I'm not fighting that. I'm running the other direction until he gets out of here. And it took me forever to actually build up the nerve to fight him. So I can't wait to see what they're going to do with him here. Because you can't just bring in another monster and say, he'll be easy. No. No, he will not get the devil hope. I don't find yeah. any of the monsters to be easy personally. I'm <laughs> like, maybe I just am really bad at these kinds of games, but I'm also I'm I'm changing back and forth between my glaive weapon essentially and mm-hmm. my um the chain blints. So mm-hmm. I use that a lot, like you saw me using yeah. it. Um but it's like I need another party member to 
to defeat things. So, but you're, I mean, you're working up to it. I mean, even oh, right yeah. now, I'm only like a rank eight hunter. <laughs> I think that's what I stopped at. I still put like 20 hours in, but I couldn't get online. But uh, I mean, it takes some time because once you build yeah. your weapons and you build everything that you've got, things get easier. Yeah. Because if I ran into a great joggers right now, he would be dead like that. Yeah. For me, like the Anjanath is a lot easier now, mm-hmm. the T-Rex. But the problem I was having this past week when I was playing is that I'd be fighting him for so long. Eventually he would, he would start moving. I'd be following him and he actually went into a puddle and disappeared. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so I can't find him now and I can't finish. He was like really close to wow. to being dead. So I got frustrated. That, that was his home. Hmm? That was his home. Yeah. yeah. He was just like, I'm going to bloop. Disappear. So I was like, oh, is this water you can dive in? No. He no, just disappeared. No. Just a puddle. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to show you. All right, I got a few rumors here. Are you ready for them? Oh, I love rumors. The rumor hmm. mill. Let's the rumor go. mill. That's right. That's what we call it. <laughs> Uh, there's a Demon Souls remake coming, maybe. Are you excited? No. No? Eh. Eh. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, if they make the movement way better, it's so just cumbersome. Eh. Well, I never played it, and I don't care to. Yeah. So, uh, Splinter Cell 2018 was spotted on Amazon, maybe. 2018? Well, I remember I enjoyed Splinter Cell, like, mm-hmm. back in the day. And then I think there's a second one, mm-hmm. right? So those two, and then I haven't played anything past that. But I know I played one. Did you play Double Agent? Was it Double Agent? No, I don't think it was Double Agent. I know I played one on the GameCube. Like, I don't remember what it was. It was fun. Yeah, but the, the I stealthy, enjoyed. I got to be in the mood for stealth. Yeah. You know, because sometimes I'll just be like, I don't want to sit here and wait for this guy. Move. I get impatient. Uh <laughs> We could be seeing worlds based on Frozen, Big Hero 6, and Jungle Book and Kingdom Hearts 3. Jungle Book and the Big Hero 6 mm-hmm. city or map would be it's pretty awesome. And Frozen. I mean, I think that the town? Jungle Book, as long as we don't do Tarzan again, then yeah, Jungle Book would be fun. Because it'd be something different. But you don't mm-hmm. need two in the jungle. Uh, uh, Big I Hero guess it 6. depends on how they do Tarzan's world then. But they probably they might not do it. But they might. Oh, I'm hoping they'll do something different because I've already seen. Uh, what was it? Olympus. So we know we're going back to Hercules's world. I want to see something new, you know. So yeah. seeing stuff like Monsters Inc. and Toy Story, I was like, good. We're going different places. So Frozen, Rapunzel. No, not Rapunzel. What's well, Rapunzel? But what's what's the name of the movie? Tangled. Yeah, Tangled. Tangled. Yeah. I know that one's in there. So having Frozen in there doesn't seem like much of a stretch. Uh, and the last one is Nintendo could be looking to revive the Donkey Konga drums and even introduce a keyboard based on patents filed by the company. What do you think they're going to do with a keyboard? I don't have a clue. Do you think that, that the Donkey Kongas would be fun? No. Rhythm-based? Yeah. I want to <laughs> play Donkey Kongas. I wouldn't. I, would I don't know if you, you heard, I think it was uh, two, three episodes ago <clears throat> when uh, Tapstream was on. He was talking about that. He said that was one of his favorite things in the world. He wished they would bring it back. And then this patent shows up and he's like, dude, (laughs) he was so excited. All right. Now we're into weird news territory. Weird news. You boy. You just wait until I get to the last one. You're going to love this. I'm just 
side note, I'm just frustrated. The one thing I did see is that the Division 2 has been announced, and I'm like, I just got Division 1 for PC because I was playing it on Xbox. So, yeah, I don't know. All right. This one's not the weirdest of news, but it does devolve from here. But I, I put this here. <laughs> it gets weirder. I put this in weird news because I didn't wasn't sure where else it belonged because it's kind of weird in a way. Uh, this week we will see the release of A Way Out, which is a co-op game from Yosef Fares. I'm hoping I'm saying his name right. Who also directed Brother, A Tale of Two Sons, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game is released under the EA Originals program, which was a system designed to help release indie title, titles under big labels, much like film studios do, Fox Searchlight and whatnot. Yeah. Anyway, during an interview with the director, he said that EA isn't making any money on this game. And that all returns will go to him. Which I found to be a little odd. Like, how would that work exactly? And I don't know if he misspoke or anything like that, but it just seems strange that they would not get a dime out of this game. It's their program. So Unless, well, it is. It's EA... What's originals. It? Originals, yeah. So, hmm. Well, I don't know. That's producing it, not necessarily owning the content. But you think they'd get a percentage of some sort. Yeah. I mean, that would be a strange contract to sign. But now consider... Now, this is the only... If he he spoke correctly, this is the only thing that I kind of base this on, this theory. Considering that uh, the last two have not made any kind of impact. I think it was Faye and Unravel, which I liked Unravel. I thought that was great. Apparently, Faye went under the radar for me, but Unravel was awesome. Um... I don't think they had an impact. I think maybe they're just saying, screw it. Let him have it. If it fails, fine. Then we'll be done with this. And maybe it's just their way of cutting their losses and being done with the program. But, I don't know. I kind of feel like this game would work. What if it's like, uh, just, it's a studio independent under the umbrella of EA, but they just took the name? Could be. I don't know. It just, it seemed odd. We're talking about EA here, the most money-hungry company in the world. And and what not if they didn't put any it. money in on it? Who knows? I don't know. All right, I'm going to move on. That's just all I want to bring up. Like I said, it's not really weird, but we're going to get weird. But it made us think. <laughs> we're going to get weird, <laughs> trust me. All right. Uh, with all the gun, or the talk about gun violence and violence in video games, a story surfaced this week that I found weird but interesting at the same time. Uh, during Rare's time working with Nintendo, one of the members of the development team for GoldenEye received a fax from Shigeru Miyamoto saying that the game looked horrible and was deeming it a failure. Which, if you kind of look back on it now, it has not aged well at all. Mm-mm. It's, But it's still fun, I'm sure. Uh, obviously, it became a classic that doesn't hold up, graphically anyway. But one item that was very interesting was that Miyamoto-san suggested how to end the game. He said, instead of the way we saw it, which was like straight out of the film where the guy falls, if you haven't seen it, spoilers. Uh, Miyamoto proposed that the player should be forced to shake hands with all of their victims who lay recovering in hospital beds. And everybody thought he was crazy. <laughs> that is odd. <laughs> but this also, I mean, this is a man who has stated numerous times he has no interest in super violent video games. You've seen the games he's made. Yeah. This seems like, yeah, he would say that. So... I'm not surprised by that at all. I do understand why they didn't go with that because it just wouldn't fit. But it's kind of interesting that that's his mindset, you know? Like, if 
I guess what was the uh, the Mario and Rabbits game? It's essentially like a, a shooter right. in a manner of speaking, but it's playful. So it's it's taking an element and but but keeping it playful. So right. I don't see him ever doing anything like GoldenEye or no anything graphic. No, they would just like be but a it's good we have a positive simulator. influence in the in the <laughs> industry somewhere. So I don't fault him for it. Okay, he's like okay. Who did the uh, was it Nicholas Sparks that did the Notebook? Yeah, he's the Nicholas Sparks of like video games. He is. He's a positive, positive man. Yeah. And making fun Lots of, of him. I can see it in your eyes. You want to make fun of him? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not making fun of him. He's brilliant. He is. Okay. Like I said, we're going deep. Let's go. We're not there yet. <laughs> this is. It, trust me. After this, it's going to get really bad. I like going. Down if you're excited hole. about that. Now, you may have heard about this game, State of Decay 2, coming right. to Xbox One. <laughs> mm-hmm. You may have heard that there's a collector's edition coming out with a steelbook case, a human brain stand for the case, a zombie mask, a thumb drive that's literally a thumb, <laughs> and a State of Decay 2 patch, all for the low, low price of $69.99. Have you heard of that? No. Sounds pretty cool, right? Yeah, sounds good. Did you know that this collector collector's edition does not come with a game? At all. You get so nothing. those things. Yeah. Mm. It's just it's just all the stuff but no game. Well, I've heard a lot of people kind of moving to that. There's been a few of those lately. Well, it just seems I mean, what if you didn't know that and you just saw, oh, collector's edition, oh I'm gonna get this, oh sixty nine nine nine, that's so awesome. I'm pre ordering that not now. Game? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like it, it's more like, Oh, would you like these collectibles? Yeah. Yeah. And see, and that's why I brought that up. That's what they need to kind of put on the, the package. Don't say it's the game, because the way they're advertising it is like, hey, it's the game collector's edition, so you get all this stuff. Say, no, no, no. This is stuff with it. Right. But it's not the game. Yeah. Relabel it, it or something. Say of decay to collectibles. Yeah. Just so you get everything. That'd be it's, so easy. They don't like to do really, that, though. No, they don't. Easy. But I'm I feel like gotcha. that is, it's like the other, using the other way. It's like, oh, everyone's going to buy it and then figure it out. Mm-hmm later yeah but i don't know if it's like a gotcha type thing on purpose it but it's uh, i mean seems kind of sleepy. oh i thought i got the game oh yeah. no, you gotta buy the game too shit now i bought all this what i'm gonna do with that but now now to be fair and this is one little note i put on here the fact that you can get this game if you have the game pass for xbox so you're already getting that for free you can just get this stuff and then you're not losing any money <laughs> so for in in that regard, that's kind of fair, but not right. really, because you're still screwing people out of a game if they're not paying attention. And people right. do not pay attention. We know this. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. They, I feel like they need to re-market that. Who in some reads way. fine print? Let's be real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't. I've just been lucky. lawyers. Lawyers do. Lawyers. They make sure make sure you say, "Do not eat this Todd pot on there," and you'll be free. So, why? Um, but let's be honest. Why would you eat a Todd pot? Because kids are stupid. We're not going to get into that discussion. No, That's a whole other show. About Tide Pod Chan. Yeah. <laughs> Peyton licked a window the other day. I didn't, I still ain't figured it out. I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> it's like, stop. Okay. Last weird news. Are you ready for this one? Is because this the weirdest of the weird? It is, dude. Okay. Do you rank it weirdest that you've ever done? Yeah. I like that idea. Because my, my footnote here is I can't believe I'm even bringing this up. But I had to. I had to. Because this was just like, are you kidding me? Is it does it involve sex? Not necessarily. It's not that weird then. Did you ever feel like we'd reach a, a level of craziness 
outside of discussing Mario's nipples. That's pretty crazy. It was crazy. The internet has taken it one step further to prove me wrong. So people of the internet who have nothing better to do than look through character models of uh, Mario Tennis Acers uh-huh. were looking at the character models and admiring what's awesome about the detail and the shorts and the and everything. And then some were admiring some extra detail added to Luigi. A bulge in his shorts. <laughs> I knew it. There's a still shot of everyone's favorite big little brother that was sent to Twitter and everyone lost their minds. While the people in Tumblr land actually <clears throat> calculated the size of his penis based on the bulge. How big is it? Uh, 3.7 inches flaccid. <laughs> so, Oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> They have no time. No time. I mean, some simple algebra and somebody's like, I figured that out. I can't believe I just talked about Luigi's penis on this show. I can't. I, I liked it. It was all right. But it, come on. What? I know. I know. <laughs> but I like talking about it. I'm, I know you do. Good Lord. I'm I'm actually still stuck on the fact you talked about Mario's nipple. <laughs> I know. I was like, I think about Mario. I'm like, no, he's animated. He doesn't have any nipples. And that's, that's the yeah. argument everyone on the internet yeah. made. He's like, I can't believe he's got nipples. It drives me mad. But he is a tiny human. Yes. And I mean, if I think about the Mario Brothers film, yeah, yeah he's got nipples. Why didn't they redo that? Huh? Why haven't they redone that? Because they're going to do an animated movie and they're no, just going to No, I love that, that one. I don't need it redone. It's so bad. It's good. Well, See, I'm not, I do. Yeah, I'm yeah, just talking about too. not redo it, like do another movie. Do well, another we've, we've Let discussed that this numerous times on the show. They're animating the movie. I have a screenplay in my head. Have I told you about that? I remember that. Yeah, I've got a I've got a story up here, and it starts. I haven't really gotten the Mushroom Kingdom down, but I can figure out everything before that, because Luigi would be in therapy, and Mario would be a struggling plumber trying to make his way through. He's got a girlfriend named Pauline who works at a zoo with an ape. See, everything's connected. <laughs> He's just fed up with life, man. And Mario then finally, does a side job as a referee. Or maybe he, you could just see all the little trophies. He's got a basketball trophy, a tennis trophy, all the little things he's done over the years, little side things he likes to do. You never know. I've That's talked about one. this numerous times. It's That's fine. part one. Part two is when he goes to the Mushroom Kingdom. But you can't do that. <laughs> just saying. You stretch right. it out, baby. Make that money. Okay. I'm going to move on to our release dates. So on March 20th, we have Assassin's Creed, Creed Rogue, which is a remaster. I think it was only on uh, Xbox 360 and PS3. Yeah, that was Rogue. God, can Wasn't I that after one? Black Flag? Somewhere <laughs> I in don't there? think I played that then. There's a time when I just got tired of Assassin's Creed. And I just quit playing. I think this was definitely one I missed. I don't remember it. Uh, but it's coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. Attack on Titan 2 will be coming out on PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. See if Thieves... Uh, arrives on Xbox One and PC. I'm ready to see what people think Yay. about that. I do want to play it. I really <laughs> I'm do. I'm really excited, and then we're planning to role play it. So. Are you playing it on PC? PC, yeah. And then I'll gonna, be joining at some RP. point. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, is it going to be as good as they say? I would hope. Yeah. Because it looks really good. This would be Rare's step back into the spotlight of actually doing good games mm-hmm. again. Well, maybe Microsoft finally let them. Yeah, hopefully. But we'll see. We'll see how this... Because it, it it does look promising. 
for whatever reason, it just uh, looks great. They showed the Kraken the other day, which looked pretty cool, yeah. Nice. Uh, And Titan Quest for PS4 and Xbox One. Now, on March 23rd, we have Detective Pikachu for 3DS. And what? No. No? You don't like talking Pikachus? Mm -mm. I don't like Pikachu, period. It's okay. Peyton loves him. I don't like him. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to like everything. It's fine. Uh, we also have Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom for PS4 and PC. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. And then we have A Way Out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I do want to play that. That's the couch co-op. Yes, the one we mentioned earlier in the show. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just saying, like, um, <laughs> I was thinking about playing it with Peyton. Like, she would love that. Because mm-hmm. you have to play. You can't play online with that game, I don't believe. I think, uh, I think if you I really, can. The way they, they described it, it was going to be couch co-op. But I would think that you would... No, I think you can you can still do online, but it has to be two players. This right. is not a game you can play solo. Right. So, and I think that was one of the big hurdles that they were trying to figure out is like, you don't normally have that option anymore where right. it has to be two players or more. But then, I mean, there are a lot of PC games where you have to do that. So, I think it wasn't that big of a stretch. I still want to play it. All right. It's retro review time. Can I guess? Uh, yeah. Give me one hint. I don't think you're going to get this one. <laughs> That's not a hint. Okay, uh, I know that I brought this up on a show previously and said I probably want to do a retro review on this in the near future. So I decided now is a good time. No, I give up. <laughs> do you have any guesses? <laughs> I, d- I, no, no, I don't. All right. Well, I'll just I'll just get into it so you can just, just go ahead bask in it. Mm-hmm. Now, after bringing this game up a few weeks ago, like I said, I decided to go ahead and look back on it and explain what makes it wholly unique in my eyes. Killer Seven was released back in 2005 for GameCube and PS2. Have either of you played it? I remember. No. No. This was developed by Grasshopper Manufacturer, published by Capcom, and written and directed by the Wild Man of video games, Gochi Suda or Suda Fifty One, as he likes to be called. Someone that I've praised numerous times on this show. Yep. Because he's just, he's the, he's that director who does the crazy stuff. He's like Quentin Tarantino of video games. If you want to go there, yeah. Yeah. That would be a, yeah. With his uh, violence. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That would be about right. Now, even though this was uh, the director's ninth game to date, this is the first one that I had the pleasure of playing, mainly because it was his first released outside of Japan. Despite that, this was one of the first times I ever remember taking note of the game's director. I know that I'd seen numerous video game credits over my 20 years of gaming at that time, and despite seeing all these names before me, none really stuck. Except for one. Did either of you play Mega Man? Like the original Mega Man? Yeah. I don't know if I played the original Mega Man. Mega Man 1 or 2, because you'll find this in I probably watched it. I don't know that I actually got to play it. There was a credit (laughs) that always went through. It was Yuka-chan's Papa. And I was like, who is this guy? Who's Yuka Chan's Papa? I want to know who this is. And uh, I actually looked it up, and it was just a pseudonym for a group of sound designers. I was like, well, that's disappointing. I was kind of hoping it was a little old man who just happened to be doing stuff. <laughs> He's just somebody's Papa. So, anyway, uh, with Killer7, there was something wholly unique here, and I wanted to know who it was behind this brainchild. First, let's dive into the gameplay. It's kind of basic and it's uh, in the way it's laid out uh, one could be one of the central concepts that actually turn people off because it's an on the rail shooter and it's actually third person on the rail shooter so 
the the control scheme i guess the best way to put it you don't use your up and down keys to move forward i think you actually used your buttons which was weird you know so it took a lot of getting used to to try and understand the deconstruction of the traditional controls as it were now such a thing would not be surprising with suda 51 since he's known for flipping conventions however its design could be considered deliberate in a way to let you focus a bit more on the story now i'm not fond of these types of games personally but here it helps me uh or it helps that something is at least focused since the story is very well it's batshit crazy it's let's put it that way <laughs> and since i brought it up let's talk about the story now how deep do you want me to go here? Because I can get into spoiler territory. Is this something you think you might want to play? I'm trying at some to think. Point? I believe that I played Killer Seven. Maybe, possibly. I actually made sure that I had a, I still had a copy of this. Did the front have a handgun on it? Possibly. And you saw in some crates. Seven. No, I don't on think a there crate, were crates. Like a wood crate. No, it was a red cover, the title, and then seven people. You don't know. You don't, you don't, I don't remember. Think I, I know I didn't play it. I just think I remember that game. All right. Well, this story is deep, complex, confusing, contradictory, but I promise you, you'll never forget it because if I, I'll, I'll try my best to simplify everything as much as I can to where you hopefully understand the story as I'm laying it out here to you. Um, it takes place on an alternate earth in the 21st century. At this point in time, things are good in the world. and There's peace and all the countries are getting along and there are no nukes in the world because they've all been destroyed. Air travel and internet are a thing of the past because they've been dismantled and replaced with other things that are more efficient and safe. Like teleporting? Sure. Is that safe? Uh, I think it was some sort of a rail system. I don't remember. Like a big air tube. You got in and got sucked to yeah. the other side. Futurama. Straight out of that. Yeah. Jetsons. Uh... All should be well in the world, but it's not that cut and dry. The government, or the U.S. government, has secretly been hiring the Killer 7 to take care of some problems. Now, who are the Killer 7, you may ask? Well, this is one of the more fascinating facets of the game. The team is led by Harmon Smith, who is an elderly, elderly man bound to a wheelchair, who is cared for by Uwazuru. I hope I said his name right. We'll call him Iwa. There we go. Uh, and this guy, he's a, a man in a bondage suit. Nice. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of weird. It's kind of hot. Uh, American his, Horror Story. Yeah. yeah. That's what I pictured. One. The first thing I pictured. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his compatriots are Dan, Kevin, Coyote, Khan, Kaida, Garcon, and Mask DeSmith. All of their last names are Smith, by the way. And I think that's part of the, you're part of the team, you're all a Smith. Kind of aspect of it they're all unique assassins have their own set of skills and ethnic backgrounds now I bring that last part up because it's very important you keep that in mind uh, despite Harmon being the head of the organization Garcian or Garcian Garcon I'm just gonna call it Garcon it sounds fine uh, he's the man that takes care of business the meetings cleanings he's a cleaner if you didn't figure that out and the game's first in-game assignment from the government it pits you against the Heavenly Smile, which is a terrorist organization that infects their members with a virus that makes you want to kill. Nice. And then there are other members who are implanted with an organ bomb, which turns them into a walking weapon. So if you shoot them, they're going to blow up. If they die, they're going to blow up. If they're going to blow up, period. That's now, not a good day. No, it's not. 
the Killer Seven kill whom they believe is the source of the organization, but then they learn that she is a scapegoat and that the Heavenly Smile is ran by a man named Kun Lan, who possesses the Hand of God, which is an otherworldly power that produces the virus in question. Also, twist, he's a friend of Harmon. It gets weirder. <laughs> After this revelation, you keep going through other assassin missions, uh, all with some connection with the Heavenly Smile. Behind the scenes, the United States and Japan are actually having a falling out and soon begin shooting missiles at one another. Once that occurs, the U.S. sends the Killer 7 to assassinate the head of the U.N. party in Japan. However, another assassin beats them to it, one who's hired by the opposing Liberal Party of Japan. Unfortunately, this backfires as the new leader of the U.N. party, whose name is Matsuken, is under the influence of Kunlan. That influence allows Japan to be blown all to hell by the missiles. You lost me at Kunlan. <laughs> So much stuff. This is I know. such an in, like whoa. Yeah. There's a lot of. I mean, I don't know if y'all were watching me just be like, oh, and I kept my facial expressions, but <laughs> I was like, God, this is actually really interesting yeah. though. Like uh, I've not played this game, but like I, I said, might. I'm trying to keep it simplified as best I can. Yeah. So I'm I'm cramming. I bet you this is one of those Why games like you have to play. Yeah. To huh? fully, you have to play to fully understand. Exactly. Uh. Now, at this point, the head of the UN party is chased stateside where a deeper plot unfolds with the Killer 7 unearthing a scheme by the UN party using an elementary school in Seattle, Washington to train children (laughs) to become assassins. Not only that, but Japan is using the school as a way to control the vote in the US presidential election. It's the Japanese, not the Russians. The battle royale of... Yeah, I've been telling the truth, man. I didn't do nothing. Wasn't me. Now, tapes are discovered revealing all this information, but one larger revelation is about to blow your minds. Spoilers. Big spoilers here. We're going to go in deep, deep territory. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. I'm ready. A man on the tape by the name of Emir Park Rainer was trained at the school. Emir was responsible for the deaths of the Killer 7 50 years ago. And Garcian Smith is in fact Emir Parkrain. But mine have blown. I blown your mind? Yes. You see, Harmon Smith has a condition called multifoliate personae phenomenon. Don't have that allows him yes. to physically transform into someone else. I was like, does he have split personality disorder? Is that what's happening? <laughs> Harmon has absorbed Emir, or had absorbed Emir 50 years ago, stripped him all of his memories, and made him Garcon, something he did to the other five personas as well. Hmm. So Harmon is uh, all these people. Three years pass for some reason in the story, and Garcian arrives at the remnants of Japan to destroy the last of the heavenly smile. We, he meets with Matsuken, who gives Garcian two choices. He lives, and Japan destroys the U.S., or he dies, and the U.S. learns of the Japanese election meddling, which leads to a U.S. assault and wipe Japan off the face of the earth. So no matter what choice you make, shit's going to go south. Yeah. But you are treated with yet another huge reveal. Are you ready for this big twist? Yes, I don't know, really. You're after the last heavenly smile. The last heavenly smile is your trusty servant, 
Iwazuru, who is actually Amir, a revenant or remnant of your psyche. So he's not real. He's a projection. Mm-hmm. But delusion. But he is also your old foe, Kunlan. What's that? What? The the guy who was the head of the Heavenly Smile. So it's twists. all, it's your all fake. Nemesis is you. Yeah, it's twists all around. You, you are your own head. worst enemy. And <laughs> you are the good guy and the bad guy. Harmon and Kunlan are immortal beings representing the eternal struggle of opposing dialects. Boom! I just blew your minds. Whoa. I would stop playing that game halfway through. <laughs> now, like I said, I was going to try to simplify this as best I can. I really did because when I started taking names out and stuff, I was like, no, this is going to be confusing. So I got to go back and add this. It was, it was insane. So I did my best to try and simplify it. Now, in fact, I'd like to say if you don't play it, and, and in fact, everything that I just told you, there's a lot of nuance that's lost. Because when you play it and you actually see everything, you might understand it more. It might make more sense than just every spoiler dropped on you like the way I did. Yeah. So, so kind of reeling. Yeah, don't don't really kind of stick to my condensed version. Those those are bullet points. The nuance is where it's important. I felt like right then that we were in library class and you was reading us the story. And well, I mean, it's like, well, I mean, from what you did pull out, I was like, oh, this is a very consistent. To me, it yeah. seemed like the plot of a like a film yeah yeah for sure so i felt like metal gear you know like mm-hmm. some crazy stuff that they unveil with the un chiefs and everything like that mm-hmm. it's got like some a, fight club-esque stuff yeah in that there. too um hearing it loud makes it sound ludicrous but watching it unfold adds a dimension that will help you understand it more like a good movie like you said makes mm-hmm. a, a you know makes you really question what it's all about what it really means suda 51 actually considers this his proudest achievement and i I think I can see why. Despite what we might not see, that narrative exists fully to him. And yeah. building such a complex world is impressive. Uh, the game was complemented with a film noir style setting with cell shaded graphics, helping draw a darker atmosphere with a score that's a blend of ambient, techno, punk, and a splash of jazz. Just that little splash. Just a little splash, a little pin of jazz. Yeah. Uh, many other inspirational aspects can be noted as well, like anime, and one of his staples is professional wrestling. He likes luchador masks for some reason. He loves them. He does. Uh, like many of his uh, maligned films, the game had mixed reviews because it clicks for some and it doesn't for others. And I, that would explain the lack, lackluster sales that the game had. I got the game for like 10 bucks at Toys R Us <laughs> when nice. it came out, and I thought, well, 10 bucks, sure, I'll, I'll pay that. Toys R Us is fixing to close. But, yeah, I heard that. But like most cult classics, it finds its audience over time who will hold it up on high as one of the great, greatest masterpieces ever made. And with that said, some of those fans are eager to see a sequel. While Suda51 has uh, expressed interest in this and no doubt has a sequel in his head, he has stated that fans shouldn't hold their breath. That said, I would recommend a re-release of this game on a current platforms to mm-hmm. see if there would be any interest to warrant a sequel. Yeah. I would truly love to see what could come with a follow-up story. And just as I sit here telling you about the game, I would want a re-release to do what I'm doing. Spark your interest, make you want to play this, and want a sequel because this is an extremely underrated stroke of genius. Sounds like it. It is. Sounds great. I would I would play a, um, a remake of that game. I would play it. I really, I really wish they would push for it. 
I have heard rumblings that there are conversations between him and Capcom, but he can't do anything because Capcom owns the IP. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's where he's kind of stuck. Otherwise, I'm sure he would have done it by so, now. So, all you need to do, write a bunch of letters to Capcom, bug them. Yes. Yeah. Come them on, guys, come on. What would it take? On current platforms. Yeah. I mean, you really wouldn't have to remap the controls all Throw it out digital. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure a few additions would be nice here and there. And then, so what platform did it come out? Uh, PS2 and GameCube. Okay. So, a little button. I mean, make tweaking. it a PS4 exclusive. You know, we yeah. got those PS2 classics all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. They were, why not that? That's a good point. We'll just have to write our congressman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm going to do. It doesn't work for the internet, though. It doesn't, no, it doesn't. But for games, we can make a change. Games for change. That was the story. <laughs> it was. Definitely. But that's our show, guys. That's it. That's it. We did it. We want to thank all of our listeners for being here every week. If you have reached this point, you are incredibly awesome and the reason we do this. If you're feeling generous, you can leave us a review sometime wherever you listen. iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, wherever. Partner with the blockchain. Yeah. Maybe. One day. Not right now. (laughs) Uh, Reviews help others take notice in our show, so it's a huge benefit for us. Big shout out to our patrons who make this show and other shows we do possible. If you're interested in supporting the show, head on to or head over to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions. Take a look around. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. Uh, ladies first. Oh. Oh, we're gonna get to her. <laughs> Are you gonna I wanted the big outro. I wanted everybody to talk about Say me. your name. That's the last word. Todd Stark. Thank you. <laughs> Anola, thank you so much for being here. Tell everybody yes, where they can you. find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Anola Desert. And it's des- desert, not dessert. Desert oh, people. A, a Although both that's are really great. lost on people love the time. <laughs> um, you also find me uh, anywhere else, PSN, Twitter, <clears throat> with Anola Desert as well. Mm-hmm. So It's always a pleasure to have you here. Yes. Always welcome. Thank you for having Definitely. me. Definitely. Always fun. welcome. So every time you're back in town, I expect to see you here in the palace. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Because like, I get tired looking at just Stephen. John never shows up. He doesn't. And <laughs> Stephen's probably tired looking at me. There, there are times. It's nice to have a, a fresh face. Sometimes we have to hug it out because it's just... <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, join us again next time, you super mega crash siblings. That's what we're calling them still. <laughs> That's right. We did name them that last That's week. right. Or you did. Right. Siblings. Siblings. Because if I you got crash anything ites. better... Because crashites just sound, it sounds like a disease. Well, that's what they have. No, we're sticking with siblings. We're brothers. They're siblings. Okay. Super mega crash sister. See, that, that's it works. true. She's a sister. Fame. She is definitely a sister now. That's right. The bros have evolved. That's right. Yeah. Join us again next time. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.